Hi and welcome to this Champions League podcast. I'm Oscar, also known as Postmeister on YouTube. I'm here with my co-host. Hello, my name is Daniel, and we're here to talk about the both well mo mostly the second leg of the round of 16 of this year's Champions League. And we're going to start off with uh, on the Tuesday on the 5th of March with our game between Dortmund and Tottenham. Now, the first game at Tottenham Stadium finished 3-0 to Tottenham. And I would say it was a showing by uh, the Spurs or Tottenham manager Pochettino in the second half coming out with a new team. Like a new setup that really made them better than they were in the first half, and uh, it it really paved their way to the victory. Yeah. Now, looking at we did predictions for all the games we're going to talk about today. The first leg we did predictions uh, a few weeks ago, and for this, we actually both went with two nil wins for Dortmund. Yeah, so, that didn't pay out. Yeah, we start really bad. Yeah. <laughs> That was almost ridiculously bad. Yeah. Uh, though, a slight spoiler, this is the worst we will do. But we'll get <laughs> on to the next ones later on. Yeah. Now, of course, as said, Dorman at home, but they are 3-0 down. Yeah. So it's not looking that bright. And uh, now, Tottenham has Harry Kane back, so... Yes, that is a massive. Now, yeah. if, you look, if you talk about the injuries, he was injured in the last game. Now, they still have uh, Deli Ali out. Tottenham has still Deli Ali out. Uh, until the middle of March is what, have, we're, what we've heard so far with a muscle strain in his thigh. Now, of course, Borussia Dortmund are missing probably, I would say, their most important player in Marco Royce. And we don't know when, he will be at, when he'll be back. Yeah, um, they're also team. missing... Uh, Pulisic on the right-hand side. I have so. a hard time seeing they're turning this around, even if it's at, at home. Yeah. Three nil down without their, I would say, chief creator, their most important player on the pitch. Yeah. Very difficult. Tottenham just need one goal to like close this affair, in my opinion. Yeah, if they, if they get one goal away from home, uh, Dortmund needs to score five to go through. Yeah. So, I don't think that will be possible. <laughs> no. They have a really hard time turning this around. And I don't gonna say the exact result in the league, but it's not looking too convincing there either. They're yeah, having, a, a having a lot right of draws. Now. Yeah. So, not, not the strongest opening we've seen this season at the moment. No. So, yeah. And this so, if you talk about predictions for this game or do you want to say something else i also said that this was the biggest surprise for me the result here actually yes that was like wow and we were yeah. counting them well, out because uh, one thing is was harry kane who is going to score for them exactly but they had a solution for that and in one way yeah. that solution was well tongan yeah <laughs> A fun fact, if you didn't know, didn't know this already, Jan Vertonghen had one goal and one assist on, on the last day against, against Dortmund. And it was only the second time in his entire career that he's done that. Scored a goal and assist in the same game. So it was really a special night. <laughs> yeah, he's it, not him. the most usual goal scorer, but he's a quality player. 
Uh, he's a, Indeed. He's playing in the back, so he shouldn't be a goal scorer. Hmm. Like every, every time, but he, he stayed well. And I was thinking hmm. when I saw the lineup they were using in that match, I thought, oh, wow, this is defensive. And why is he... Was it left back, if I'm not mistaken? Yes. Why is he over there? I was thinking, but yeah, he gave me an answer to that. Yeah, he proved your thoughts wrong. <laughs> yeah, he was just <laughs> shut up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, moving on to predictions for this game. Yeah. Now, if I'm gonna start, yeah, let's do that. Uh, I think, let's say, last time we thought two 0 to Dortmund. Yeah. And I think I've learned a little bit. I don't know if I learned enough, but I'm gonna put it as a one-one draw. Oh, that's I think Dortmund will actually score this time, uh, but Tottenham is just gonna do. They're just gonna control the game. They just need to keep Dortmund quiet, and they're gonna do enough. Right, so. I actually yeah. think they will. A one-one like, draw, and Tottenham goes. Yeah, through. I'm. I think they will use the tactic like. I think this time they will be pretty defensive in one way and trying to like counter it in. Mm-hmm. And they will get a goal, in my opinion. And but Dortmund would win this match, in my opinion, with two to one. Okay. And that and that won't be enough for them, but I think they will no. have a greater chance here in the, this time around. But like I said, they, it won't be enough and Tottenham would I think they will go pretty defensive. And try to like get that one away goal that changes everything. That yeah, really does it for them. And uh, then they could yeah. defend in that way because I don't think Dortmund will ever do five goals in that match. No, even three I think is is unlikely. Yeah. So Two if they get Tottenham get one goal, they need five. Then yeah. that's tie over for sure. Yeah. So uh, Tottenham true. Yes. Of that. But I was fi- and I was really guessing when I saw the injuries in that back in early February, I think it was. Mm, I was like, oh, like Dortmund will win this easily. Yeah. Tottenham has no scorer at all. I was almost like that. <laughs> because Kane is, he has been carrying the team for a few seasons, in my opinion. In that way. So. Yeah. But yeah. They showed us. Yes, indeed. We shouldn't doubt in them. <laughs> so, the second match on the same day, actually, is the match between Real Madrid and Ajax. The first one ended 2-1 to one for Real Madrid, away, because they were in, what is the name of the stadium now again, Daniel? In uh, Ajax, you, they uh, were, well... I, I don't actually know the name for the Ajax home stadium, sadly. I think it's Jan... Jan excuse me for the pronunciation. Oh, here. it's the Jan Cruyff it, Arena yeah, exactly. or something? Yeah, uh, exactly. My pronunciation there <laughs> isn't the best, but still. I think that's the arena. Actually. Not impossible, yeah. seeing how big it is yeah, he for is them. Yeah. So, Real won that first match away with 2-1 to one against Ajax. And, yeah... Realistically, in my opinion, like they should have won that bigger if you look at the team, maybe. But Ajax were fighting well, in my opinion. Better than I thought, at least. And, yeah, they uh, even 
they even started the brightest. They had a disallowed goal in the first yeah. half. That would put them one and up. Yeah, and I think if they have would, if that would have been allowed, that would have changed the whole match in one way. Yeah. Then we might say, yeah, just add one to Ajax and we'll finish two two. I don't think it's that simple. No. So they would have that would have made uh, Real Madrid more desperate. Yes. And open, uh, they have to have uh, had to open themselves for more attacks behind the defense and all that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, the big thing here in the return match is, in my opinion, that Sergio Ramos Ramos isn't playing because he got his third yellow card in the last match. So yeah, that is a mess will, and a half. <laughs> uh, who will be the boss in the defense there? Yeah. They have Varane. Yeah. He's good. But who's next to him? Like, yeah. and who's Will it be uh, uh, Nacho Fernandez, I believe his yeah. name is? And can that player like, control, can he control the defense like Sergio Ramos does? Yeah. That's yeah. I I that might be like a stumbling block for Real Madrid that yeah. they're lacking their chief centre back. Even though Varane is really really good, it's still Ramos who's the leader. Yeah. So really, that, that that's a big, uh, enormous question for me. But I think still think Real Madrid is the favorite here by a mile. Actually, if you look at the leagues they're playing in, normally <laughs> they, they really should be, but. Yeah. This, this season has been weird. Yeah, the, in the league they have been really weird. Yeah. But in uh, the Champions League, for some reason, they have been playing pretty good. If you compare to the league, at least. <laughs> so, the prediction for this one from my end is a 2-0 win for Real Madrid. Yeah, they will. They will finally finish Ajax off. Yeah, finally. <laughs> it's, it, the fun is over now. Yeah, I would uh, think, think it would be amazing if Ajax won. I wouldn't take that away from them. It would be really nice for football in one way because it's not funny if the same team goes long in this tournament year after year after year. Mm. And it's always fun when uh, small teams beat the big teams. But still, I have to be realistic. I think Real Madrid will take this one. Yeah. I agree with you. But I don't think that Courtois will uh, be able to uh, shut them out. So I'm going to say 2-1 to Real Madrid. Oh. So I think actually, the same uh, result as, as in the last game? Yes. Uh, I thought 2-2 back then, but yeah, now I think at home, 2-1. Ajax is still going to score like, again, um, but yeah, Real Madrid is just, they have experience on their side. Uh, Ajax is, young, is, uh, is uh, young and hungry, while Real Madrid just has that experience. They've been here before. Ajax and been uh, an enormous team in Europe, if I'm not totally mistaken. Yeah. A lot of years ago. Yes. That was then. They have been a yeah, power. That's, that's they have been a, a really interesting youngster stone. 
They're going to probably lose a couple of them when the summer arrives. Yeah. Already one, I believe, is on the way to Barcelona. Frankie de Jong, centre midfielder. I think that deal is done, actually. He... Yeah, he's I think so, too. Barcelona player. Yeah. And I, I fear that that's not the only one they're going to lose. So next season, they might not be here at all. We'll see yeah. then, but yeah. I think they will find a way because that's pretty stable team. Not maybe in the round of 16, but in Champions League. Like oh yeah, the yeah. Group stage, uh, they should be able to do that. They're still a good team, but I uh, yeah. if, if say they lose, they lose, they will lose the young. Say they lose the left in the center, of, uh, the uh, back line. They they lose maybe Van der Beek yeah. also in the midfield. Um, and I think they're going to be like this year. They can uh, sadly they got Real Madrid, yeah. and that's <laughs> always a tough team to get by. But yeah. Yeah, you, uh, no one wants Real Madrid in Champions League. Yeah. No matter how they're doing domestically, they always yeah. find a way to be good in Champions League. Exactly, and uh, like, but I think Ajax, in that way, that they're filling with new players, they're kind of, in my opinion, it's a powerhouse in their own country. Yeah. They could like well take players like they they attract players. Yes, maybe although not it's the, not may, as maybe not maybe, good, yeah, maybe not as good as those two guys, but still they could get pre- pretty good players from the yeah. from their own uh, country. Yeah, they're like they're not super dominant in in no. the Netherlands. We still got PSV and and uh, I don't know, maybe some other team. I I know mostly about those two, sadly. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see one mm. one what will happen in this second leg, and two what will happen next year with. With Ajax, so yeah. it's going to be something to follow. Yeah, that will be interesting. But sadly, teams like Ajax doesn't usually go further than this. Sadly, yeah. it's like they, it happens sometimes, but not that often. Yeah, because the there, there are there are no bad teams in the round of sixteen. They made it this far. Yeah, exactly. That, that, that's and they gave Real Madrid a run for their money in the first leg, and yeah, I'm they, sure they're going to try to do it in the second leg yeah, as well. I'm really impressed, but I, I have a hard time seeing that they could do that again in the same way. Mm. So, okay, moving on to the next round, which is on Wednesday, the sixth of March. Yeah. One day later, we move on to Paris Saint-Germain against Manchester United. Now, last game, uh, uh, PSG won with 2 to nil at Old Trafford. Yeah. And, uh, well, even, like, they have some major injuries. If you look just on the names they're missing, they're missing Edison Cavani. They're missing Neymar. Uh, that's most, like, the two major names. And Edison Cavani, we don't know when he's back. Neymar's rumored to be back early April, so he's going to miss quite a bit before he's back. And also uh, missing their right back, Thomas Mounier, which also don't know when he'll be back. But it didn't stop them in the last game where they faced. And they, like I said, they won 2-0 back then. And now uh, for this game, Paul Pogba is going to be out for Manchester United with a double yellow in the last game. Which means he'll be suspended for one game. So yeah, it's not looking good for Manchester United, I would say. No, I was, I was uh, believing in them uh, 
before the last match actually and yeah. they showed me wrong yeah. <laughs> they were in the like winning streak still like that uh, that new trainer new like uh, newborn al- almost yeah that, that, yeah you thought you thought they would win 3-2 at yeah. home against Paris yeah SPC. well I thought they would lose 3-1 exactly uh, they lost 2-0 so yeah <laughs> we both were wrong in some way but, but I have to give it to you still yeah <laughs> I was slightly closer yeah you were on the right goal difference at least yeah minus two or however you say yeah. that but yeah going into this game uh, I just see no way of Man United to getting through this no absolutely not without Pope Pogba so I'm actually going to say a 2-0 win for PSG but I also believe this will be a game where they will go up to 2-0 maybe quite early and then they just they have no reason to push on further so they're just going to slow down the game I think if they wanted to they can maybe even run it further but I don't think they will like they will stop at 2-0 in a way yeah I also think they will win this one but I'm going for a 2-1 win for PSG because mm-hmm. I United think, will get their goal this time. Yeah, I, I, I actually agree with that, that. That they will go into the league very, uh, lead very early, but United will get a goal sooner or later. Mm-hmm. In that, so I, I'm agreeing with you on that. Even two nil lead early, but then they will find a goal. Manchester United, it's just consolation goal, but still, it's a goal. Yeah. Well, They're I, gonna I was, find one way past the yeah. past the PSG backline. Yeah, w- one. That's what I'm giving that. Yeah. And I was actually really surprised when I saw this match going so badly for Manchester United the first one. Yeah. I was shocked by that. They were like, uh, I hesitate to say this, but uh, was Mourinho the coach that match? No. Do you know what I mean uh, by that? They were playing like oh. he was. Oh, you mean? <laughs> they, yeah. And that's not a good grade. Yeah, well, I think may- maybe that's what good teams do to you. Yeah. Like, United was on a really good run domestically, and they, I don't think they had lost a game yet under the new mm-hmm. trainer Solskjaer of no. moving into this game. They had a draw, I think, only. Yeah, they had a draw against, I think it was Burnley or something like that, away mm-hmm. from home. But that was their closest to defeat. Yeah, really weird draw. Yeah, and then uh, PSG coming without Neymar and Cavani also yeah. for that game. So maybe you thought it would be closer, but yeah. yeah. It's it's a difference being good and being like Champions League contender. Maybe not, United is not there yet. Oh. So maybe that's what happens. Like, yeah, Paris Saint Germain is just after that match, still uh, at least one step above United. Yeah, but after that match, United have shown that they're human in the league also. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what, what about that match that did that, but they haven't been going well since then. Yeah. Okay. It was a rough wake-up call. Yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe in the FA Cup then, but still. Yeah, like I said, it's a rough wake up call. The honeymoon is over. Yeah. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah. So, on the same day, we actually have Porto against Roma. And that one 
ended two to one to Roma in the first first uh, leg of that uh, matchup. So you're more into those players than me in in Europe. Yes. Yeah. Porto absolutely feels like they're. I think they're gonna. They're missing some key personnel. At least that's the feeling I got looking after injury list. Missing Danilo Pereira, they're a really strong uh, center midfielder, I believe he is. Uh, their top goal scorer from the uh, from the group stages in Champions League, Musa Marega, is out until late March. While Pereira, we don't know. We have no we have no uh, estimation when he'll be back. And they're also lacking their winger Brahimi, also out, unknown when he's going to be back. So they might be back for a game, they might not. But I think that's really gonna, really gonna be a a, a hindrance for them yeah. definitely if they want to move on. And they were like, the, I have to mention that we talked about this in the last episode, but I have to mention it. They were winning their group in the group stage, Porto. Yeah, and quite uh, like quite substantially so yeah, as well. They were really good in that yeah. in that in that way. So if they found that form again, they should. Could beat Roma. Yeah. No questions, no questions the, asked. The but... question is who scores their goals if not Morega is on the yeah. pitch, which, which it's unlikely they'll be seeing that. They think late March is when they'll return. And yeah, well, that, this is very early March. That's just if you go through this one. If you find a way yeah. to go to the next stage, then he could be back. Yes. And then it might be firing them even longer. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> So what we were saying, let's see what we were saying about the first one. First one. Yeah. What was your prediction there? My prediction was actually 2-1 to Roma. Oh, nice. So I was actually spot on, which was a very nice start to my prediction, seeing that was the first game we went through last last time. Yeah. And I was going for 1-1. Yeah. So Almost. close. But... Yeah. So, I'm starting with the new prediction for this one. Mm -hmm. I'm actually going for a result of 1-1 again, weirdly enough. Mm -hmm. And that's based on the last match. I, I think this will be a like boring match in one way. Roma will just, like, what do you say? Going for one away goal, then they will like, close down the, p the field. I think they can manage that against Porto. Yeah. That, that's, I don't know how it is now in the Serie A, but that was really common a few years ago, that go for 1-0, then close it down. Yeah. And 1-1 one, one is based on Porto might find a goal there. But that yeah. wouldn't be enough, so Roma through, through to the next, next run for me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and for time again for our first the same prediction. Oh. I also written a one-one, uh, and the same as you. Uh, Roma is just going to do what they need to get through it. Um, and maybe even Porto will stop them. I don't know. Like it's going to be a hard-fought game. I don't think I don't think Roma is that far ahead of Porto if Porto has a good day, but. Yeah, I just think Roma is a little bit too good, even away from home. So, 
they're gonna, they're gonna have this in the bag by the end of the 90 minutes. Yeah, in my opinion, Roma has a slightly better team than Porto. Yeah, and they're used to playing better teams. Yeah, because I Porto is kind of a big team in uh, Portugal, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I don't know where Roma is today in the league, but they're definitely not. Me neither. No, no, that's Juventus as always. By, uh, um, by a mile. They're somewhere there back there in the in the chasing group. Yeah, but. exactly. So yeah. I, I think Roma will take it, and I think it's going to be a hot, fought match. If you like that match, maybe you should see it. But entertaining, like like, like a lot of open spaces and that stuff. No, never. Yeah. <laughs> they will okay. Be, yeah. Yeah, moving on to the fifth game of the second round, which is played on Tuesday, the 12th of March. And it's between Juventus and Atletico Madrid. Now, the first leg finished 2-0 to Atletico at the Wonder Metropolitano. And it was a uh, very close game, it felt like, most of the time. Very hard for a game. And the two central defenders for Atletico Madrid was actually the ones that, that made them get the win in the end. Even though they had a disallowed goal by Morata a bit into the second half. Uh, which, in my belief, in my opinion, is wrongly disallowed. But yeah, that's... It's, it's uh, maybe not so important yeah. to talk I about right now. Opinion, but yeah. by the way. Say again, please. I share that opinion, by the way. I'm agreeing yeah. with you there. There, it's just rubbish to take away that goal. Yeah, it's a weird, uh, weird happening, so to speak. Yeah. Definitely. So yeah, Next. and uh, I think, I think this is two teams that actually aren't that good at playing a game like they did. If you could know yeah. what I mean, that, those close, cl- closely fought matches. Yeah, in that case, like yeah. Atletico, I think is is way better at it. Yeah, they're used fighting off Barcelona and their their neighbors Real Madrid, while Juventus has been the big dog yeah. for many years now. They only get these close games in the Champions League. Yeah, exactly. They like like they're play almost taking the league easy once again. Yeah. Yeah, but for once, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo signed from Real Madrid this summer to help them win the Champions League. Yeah. He's not firing on all cinders, feels no. like, in the Champions League. One goal, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, still one goal. And he had a really good penalty, uh, free kick sorry, yeah. in this game. A little bit too central, and it wasn't that hard for Oblak to push it above the bar. But yeah. like that was really... like He had some shots, but that was definitely his best opportunity. Yeah. But... So yeah, I'm slightly, I would almost say disappointed that he he hasn't been able to put his stamp on Juventus in that Champions League. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, a, I I saw that too. That freaky, straight on the almost straight in the middle of a goal. That's really goalie territory. Yeah. If you put it by the post or anything, it would be an amazing goal. But too too much in the middle, and it had some serious power. 
Indeed. Yeah. And I'm really disappointed at him doing that badly in the Champions League that he has been doing this for. I'm surprised at that. He hasn't done more goals than he has managed to do. Yeah. Maybe uh, maybe he was so used of the, uh, the work he got put around him at Real Madrid with all these amazing players giving him chances that maybe at Juventus he doesn't get the same service i don't know no, they that's have, just a, they have a like, wild theory yeah they have like other players who's supposed to get the ball and score in another way here in my opinion yeah more he's than not, they had a he's, he's not like the only like ridiculously good striker mm. he has a lot of players they, they have a lot of players to give the ball to the in front if it's scoring yeah. so he's not alone in, the, in that way anymore Nobody, not every player in Juventus is thinking, "Oh, I have to pass Ronaldo." In Real Madrid, he had a like, he was more important in that way, or at least more uh, on top. Yeah. To put it that way, maybe he wasn't more important, but everyone felt like give the ball to he will score. Like, yeah, here I don't know. They have a lot of players. No, no, not maybe in the same caliber, but they have more players who can yeah. do wonderful goals. So, what are you going for in that match? Now, looking into the, the predictions yeah. in front of the last game, I thought Juventus win with 1 0. And you thought that Atletico would win with 2 1. Yeah. This time, you actually won the prediction battle. Yeah. <laughs> if you say it like that. Yeah, exactly. Now, going into this game, at Juventus Stadium, there are 2 0. Now, my prediction for this game is going to be a 1 1 draw. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, and I can't really tell you, I guess, why I would say a 1-1 draw, but I just feel that that's what's going to happen yeah. <laughs> anyway. Like, Juventus is definitely going to be stronger at home than they were at the Wanda, Wanda Metropolitana. But it's still Atleti, and they're still really good at defending when when they need to. So, yeah. yeah. They will just ground out what they need to win. Yeah. I've said that many times this episode, but yeah, yeah, this, yeah. this podcast, but it really felt like that. That's what teams do nowadays. And uh, I'm actually going with a two-one Juventus win. Oh, so they're going to win the game, but yeah. not not by enough. Exactly. They're still going out. Uh, I think they have an extra gear to put in at home, sort. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm actually uh, I'm actually against the theory of uh, home advantage, like. It doesn't a lot, but I think here it could could do. Yeah, I think it's always be, better uh, having more of your own fans. They will just yeah. unleash. They they like, what do we have to lose? Mm. Almost like that. Yeah, they really need to. They have to go for. They need to pepper all black with shots from everywhere and just hope yeah. that some of them go in. Yeah, exactly. They, they like. Play cautiously with a 2-0 disadvantage? No, no way. Yeah. That won't yeah. work. Atleti is way too good. Yeah, that, that, that <laughs> won't work. They, they have to throw everything they got forward mm. and try to score. And all, that's also why Atletico Madrid will have one goal, just because of that tactic. Oh yeah, hit them on the counter. Yeah, Juventus have to throw everything they got at them. 
there. Sooner or later, they will find something back there that a player who isn't where he's supposed to, or anything. They will find something. Yeah, I can agree with that sentiment. Yeah, the, because Juventus has nothing to lose, throwing everything they got. Mm. What 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 do the worst thing that could happen? They go out. Yeah, they will if they don't. Do they go out losing by two, or do they go out losing by one? Yeah, exactly. Or maybe what? even by away goals. Yeah, <laughs> did we try to win, or didn't we? Almost yeah. We at yeah. least tried in that other way. Yeah. Playing cautiously. Being under two, uh, being as a disadvantage, two zero to Atletico Madrid, that wouldn't work. Because mm -hmm. I don't think they have have the time to do that. It's ninety minutes after all. Yeah, they will be. Uh, yeah, they have to throw everything. So yeah, go into the next match on the same day, twelfth of March. There we have Manchester City against Schalke. So, the first match that actually ended 3-2 to to Manchester City, it was a, in many ways a ridiculous match, war, uh, like video refereeing, went to another yeah. level. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That match was in a whole different league when it came to that. Everything was questioned by war. I don't know how many situations, but like it felt like not every goal, but almost was in in one way or another a war decision. Uh, decision. Yeah, that that's the wrong like that. Then it's gone too far. Yeah, I feel like. It, of course, maybe it was really every single goal opportunity was something like, "Wait, are we sure?" But. I don't think it can't be like when it's five goals, like uh, five goals. Like it can't be everything that's that close that you can't that you can't uh, trust your own eyes. Oh. So, you can't use yeah. war for uh, you can't use that for everything, every time. Yeah. And uh, in that match also, uh, was it automatic? Oh, it was that match. He got two yellow cards. Yes. First one was on the first penalty for a handball. Yeah. And the second one was just being stupid, in my opinion. Yeah. The third one was hard. The second one was almost worthy of a straight red. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, yeah. I guess that. And that was match was really weird. I, Manchester City went up 1 0. Then it turned yeah. around to 2 to 1 to Schalke. And yeah, by two penalties. Yeah. Then, in some way, weird way, City took over again and won. Yeah. And to make it even more fun, the red card for Otamendi came when Schalke was up 2-1. Yeah. So <laughs> City brought, uh, clawed it back and won with one less player on the field. Exactly. Away. Also. Yeah. So really weird so, match in that way. Yeah. Entertaining. Uh, absolutely. But I don't think the coaches will agree with yeah. <laughs> with an awesome match to watch. If they weren't coaches for the teams, absolutely. But I think they were pulling their hair. Probably. Yeah. Absolutely, Guardiola. Yeah. 
he, he's like always jumping around, yelling and stuff. <laughs> Have you ever s seen him sitting down a whole match? Whole match? No, I've seen highlights of down. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, uh, it has happened. Yeah. It's so special, it's actually a highlight as well. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that's what's a highlight, but yeah. It is a highlight. You don't see that yeah. every day. Yeah. So yeah, we have Otamendi away for the next next match in that facing off. And in Schalke, you have better... You know more about those players than me? Yeah, they have some injuries. Um, it's unknown for... Either of them, we have both uh, Shep, a right side of midfielder or right back, uh, Mbolo and Stromboli. Three players all out with uh, injuries and unknown whether they're going to return. I'm not, I can't say I'm a uh, like master or know everything about, about Schalke and how important these players actually are for the starting lineup. I can't sadly tell you how important they are, but they are good enough players to might do a negative effect on Shaka, but they will hope that they won't, that they will be strong enough without them. But yeah. Yeah. And how well was our predictions in this one? Yeah. Well, I went for a 3-0 win to Manchester City. Yeah. And let's see mine. And you won for a 4-1 win. Yeah, I went for a 4-1 win. So tie there, in my opinion, in my way. Yeah, both were two goals off. Yeah. So, I'm starting with this match for the prediction. I'm going with the result of 3-1 to one for Manchester City. I don't think that uh, this match will be as weird as the other one. And I think Manchester City will be able to play better now. Yeah. Will it be another penalty goal from Schalke or will they actually score from open play? Penalty. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is this going to be another red card? No, we don't have to talk about that. No, yeah. Yellow. Three one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going actually for the same goal difference, but two nil. Oh. And uh, I don't think like Shaka, they were, in a way, both of the penalties were kind of lucky. Like they were on the gray zone. Is that a penalty? Is it not a penalty? I don't think they will have the same luck in the second game. So they won't give it, get any penalties with them, and City will just, you know, coach, uh, coach through. They, they won't go probably full power the entire game because they won't need to. Uh, in the end, they, they're, they're going to go through, uh, I would almost say comfortably in the end. Yeah, I think so too, but yeah. I'm, I'm guessing on another penalty for Schalke there. Yeah. Make it a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Okay. Next game on Wednesday, the 13th of March, okay. we have Barcelona against Lyon. Now, last game was a nil-nil draw. It was not a boring nil-nil draw. It was kind of more a uh, show of how to stop a Barcelona. Lyon was really impressive. Yeah, they were blocking and, uh, every like short pass option when it came to the yeah. the like the dangerous ones. Yeah, amazing play in 
it's almost sad that they they didn't get a win out of it. I don't know how close they actually were to scoring a goal, but like it would almost worthy the defense alone would be enough for me at least for them to win the game just because yeah. they were so good. But they had some that's fans. not how football works. So it's nil nil after the first, yeah. and uh, I mean Barcelona is missing one. I would say major piece in Arthur. He might be back. He has a estimated time of early March, so he might be back in time. Uh, we'll we'll see when the game is is started. We we uh, record this quite a quite a bit ahead of time, so yeah, we, uh, we don't know if he's going to be back or not. So yeah, we have to record it before the first matches go off. Yeah, even even yeah, even that is yeah. is a full eight games or eight exactly. days. Even. So. Yeah, I'm agreeing yeah. with you. They were amazing at stopping Barcelona. Barcelona's only sh- real chances came off long shots. And Barcelona yeah. players aren't known for take good at being lo- like snipers in football. They're not known for that. Yeah. No. That's that's not their style. No, they had some pretty good ones, but they were pretty easy to stop. So, yeah, I'm yeah. really impressed by Leon in that match. Yeah. Now, if you go to predictions of last week, I thought a 2-1 win. You thought a 4-0 win, both to Barcelona. Yeah. Uh, we were wrong, both yeah. of us. <laughs> it was way closer than I think either of us understood. Yeah. So now comes the question for this game. I'm going out first, and I would actually say a 1-0 to Barcelona. And I'm going... Now, I'm not sure if this is after full-time or it's extra time or maybe even penalties. I could see Leon doing as well defensively for another game. They're not lacking any major players. They don't have any suspensions that are any injuries, at least not at the time of recording. And so they might be able to do it again. And in that case, it might take even penalties for Barcelona to win it, but I think they will win it at the end. Yeah. And I'm going, this will, this, like I said before, the honeymoon is really over here. I, I'm going by logic. Sorry, Leon, but I'm going for a 4-0 Barcelona win. <laughs> you still want that 4-0 to happen. <laughs> I don't want it to happen. I don't just think it will happen. Don't yeah. forget that thing. That I'm actually liking when the small, time win, small team wins. But here, uh, I think it's over. Yeah, you Barcelona don't think Leon can do another defensive display no, like this? No, I think it's over. I, I don't think they will have to have it, be able to do that one time. Yeah, okay. Not not another time. Yeah, to be fair, it's not. It can't be easy stopping a good team like Barcelona for for a full ninety minutes. Oh. But I still don't. I still trust them to. If not completely conceded, then almost conceded again and just yeah. just uh, conceded one. If I didn't know it was true the first match, I would say that defense against Barcelona was too good to be true. <laughs> almost, like, yeah. Yeah, that was like the big teams around Europe or in the world should watch that. Yeah. That's how you stop Barcelona. <laughs> if you're wondering about that, that's exactly how you stop them. Uh, that's a new video for every single club in the entire country or entire world that's going to yeah. face Barcelona at any time. Exactly. Watch this game against Lyon so we learn how to stop them. Yeah, and in my <laughs> opinion, they were, I don't know if they were, but 
it seemed like not exactly the same tactic, but I was seeing flashbacks from Barcelona against Chelsea at Camp Nou. Ah. When Chelsea just throwed Pogba 1-0 for them and they just parked the bus. But Ajax were actually going forwards also, but the defense, they were like really, (laughs) really good. I like so it's a bit interesting to see. Yeah, Ajax, Ajax was actually more brave. I hope they'll be as brave in the second one. They were you mean Leon, I believe. Oh, Leon, sorry for that. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> uh, like, they were really brave in that matter. They were actually going forwards, not only defending, they were going forwards also. And that could, Barcelona could have uh, outplayed them there if they were would be unlucky, but they really tr- tried to win. Yeah, I think Lodic will take this one and the honeymoon is over. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, let's go to the last match, also on Wednesday the 1st, 13th of March. It's Bayern Munich, München sorry, against Liverpool. This is a hard one in my opinion. The big thing, if you can't play or you can't play, is Kimmich in uh, Bayern Munich isn't playing. That's yeah. uh, that's really bad. Yeah, so third yellow card. <laughs> yeah. Their best their best right back by far. Yeah. It's um and uh, it's both defensively and offensively sadly. Yeah. They also have Thomas Muller still being gone for another game with that red card he pulled up against the uh, last game in the group stages. Yeah. Um he was kicking but... someone in the head. Yeah, not good. Not a good thing yeah. to do. And that other player was now looking at laying it. down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be fair, that would have made it maybe a little bit more understandable. Although yeah. it's not understandable to kick someone in the head, but yeah. yeah. Now looking at the injury list, they might, they might, there's a slight chance they will have a massive player in though that has been gone pretty much the entire season. And that's Tuliso on the midfield. Yeah. He is said to be back around the middle of March. He's been out pretty much since, I would say, October or something like that with a crucial ligament rupture. It's It's been long since you saw him on the pitch. He might, be, he might not be ready, even if he, he's fit by then. But Maybe it's unfair. Looking at like, those yeah. injuries, like, they actually, <laughs> I almost feel like they need Tolisso to be able to defend off Liverpool. Yeah. Almost. With Kimmich missing, because yeah. he's so important for them. If they need to throw him in, because it would be unfair in one way to throw him in, like, oh, your first man for the city for a long time, Liverpool. Here you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's I'm the balance. Ho- I'm hoping I... that they could like use him at least one game before that or something. Yeah. Hopefully. We don't even know if he's going to be back. Exactly. I almost hope he is because yeah. I want him to have a, 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 like a, this one big game this season. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll in see my, about that. Yeah, and that the first one ended zero zero. If I didn't say that, and this is mm-hmm. makes it in one in one way, in my opinion, this is a really really hard one to predict. Yeah, this is a nightmare in many ways. Because I mean, even even the first... the ball uh, holding the ball that was really close. Yeah, 
and Schultz on goal. Yeah. Also. Yeah. Like, look, our prediction for the first was 1 1 for me and 3 1 to Bayern for you. Yeah. And, well, none of us were right, as, yeah. as you pre- previously mentioned. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's such a hard game because it's two really good teams. Both defensively and offensively, they, they kind of, in a way, locked them like they were too even <laughs> in the yeah. first leg. So. But one thing I'm thinking of, maybe I shouldn't be thinking of it, is how does it go in the league in that opinion, uh, in, in a way? Yeah. Uh, Liverpool is doing the same as Dortmund right now. They're tying their matches. Yeah, a lot on on top, but losing ground. Yeah, while Bayern München is second, but gaining. Yeah, exactly. And in uh, Liverpool's case, Manchester City is gaining. Yeah. They're gaining ground on them. In yeah, the that's interesting. It's, it's yeah. some kind of phys- like some kind of psyche from the uh, league positions they both are in. Are, are they going to matter? Like, or how much mm. are they going to matter? Exactly. Because if you look at the Real Madrid, how it's gone in the league doesn't matter at all. Yeah. It went really bad so. in the beginning of the league, and that didn't show itself in the Champions League at all. Mm-hmm. So you never know how that how much that affects or not. So this is the hardest one in my opinion because first one zero zero, two really even teams in many ways. I think this match will come down to tactics. Mm. How how well will they be able to stop each other? If we're unlucky, this could go on forever, like being a tie this time too. But uh, if it comes to penalties, uh, I'm going for if it comes. I say, uh, saying it, this is not my prediction. If but if it happens. I'm absolutely going with Jürgen's. <laughs> if you know a lot about football, you know that your your German teams are almost impossible to stop on penalties, especially yeah. Bayern München. Yeah, it's something about Germans and penalty kicks that yeah, they're really good it's, at. It's the same in the national team. Yeah. Almost no one has stopped them. Yeah, I think uh, the first time Bayern Munich lost in Champions League on penalties, wasn't that the final was at their home ground a lot of years ago? That is more than I know, sadly. I think, uh, I'm pretty confident it was that. Mm-hmm. And they have been winning and winning and winning, oh, like the national team. Maybe Liverpool could stop them now. I don't know. And it's the, it's the other way around when it comes to English teams and English <laughs> players. They yeah. lose a lot on penalties. Yes, the OFOs is Germany against England. Yeah, like this World Cup, I was uh, on. I was amazed, but they actually managed to win on a penalty shootout. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe the, maybe yeah. it could happen here too, but yeah, that's just what happens if it comes to penalties, in my opinion. But my yeah. actual prediction. Uh, this is going to be a 2-1 win for Bayern München, in my opinion. Mm. 
and I don't think it will be in normal time. It is, uh, uh, or it, uh, it will actually in one way become that, but in the end, just in the end, they will score. It will be one-one yeah. for like half the match. Then in the end, right at the end, they're gonna sneak a two-one win. Yeah. They will sneak one there because if it stays one-one, congrats Liverpool. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you're not. Yeah. They will go through on away goals. Yeah, and they will find a way to score in that if that happens. Mm-hmm. And uh, the video I s- the thing I saw from that match uh, when I saw the first one was they were missing a lot, like shots that should be on goal. And I mean a lot. Yeah, like very many shots. I think it was sixty-nine yeah. shots, but only two-one on target. I believe. Exactly. I might be wrong here, but yeah. something like that. Yeah. And it wasn't that so, many get blocked. It was three blocked shots yeah. for Liverpool. Like uh, Bayern Munich were blocking three shots, if I'm not mistaken. And the other way around, it was two. So that's not the explanation. No. They, they just were, couldn't put the ball on the net. Yeah, the, it was awful in that way. Yeah. So what well, I yeah. I actually believe that Liverpool will be able to win this. Oh. With a one nil. Oh. And I think it actually is gonna come down to Kimmich not being on the field. He's probably if they stay to the fourth back, which I think they will do. They will put probably put Rafinha at the right back spot, and he's nowhere near as good as Kimmich, and I think that he will not be good enough to stop Mane. At one point in the game, Mane is going to find a way past Rafinha, and they're going to be outnumbered in the box, and Liverpool is going to score. Like I think that's where the, this is going to. This is going to end. It's going to be Mane getting past Rafinha on the right back or on the left hand side for Liverpool. Yeah, at least right. I agree it will, will be an, a tight match. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, this is it is a tight a match. match. Like, it's two really good teams. Yeah. This is going to Both be really good, good offensive and defensive. So, yeah. I don't know if it's going to be like a mistake from Rafinha or just Mane being a little bit too good. But. Yeah. I think it's definitely on his side that Liverpool will get in and score their only goal of the uh, entire time. Do you have a time for the goal also? I'm not going to be that. <laughs> it might happen in five minutes. It might happen in 85. Yeah. Like, I, uh, think, I actually think if yeah. if it happens too early in the game, that's bad for Liverpool. Because yeah. Bayern will throw everything they got. Yeah. Well, maybe that was because you got to remember Liverpool is as most dangerous on the break. So if, say, they score a 1-0 early and Bayern München is forced to go up and score two, which they are if they want to win, if they want to go through, then they need to score two because of the away goals rule. Then I think Liverpool will find a, a way to put the ball to Mane, put the ball to Salah and just run. Yeah. And... Alaba is really quick on the left back, and Schule uh, is quite quick for centre back in Bayern, but I don't think fast enough uh, to stop 
if if Liverpool can actually do a counter attack, which is so dangerous at, I think that's actually going to be worse. Yeah. So then I don't think it will end one now. Then it's probably going to eat uh, increase. This w- yeah. would actually be the most interesting one to see how it goes for the, for the teams. Yeah. In one way, because this so. th- th- this is a really unpredictable one. Yeah. This will go either way so easily. Yeah. So yeah, that was all the matches for this time. Or was it? Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. So we will be back in the what is the next stage called? Uh, the quarterfinals. Yeah. And that's sometime early April, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it might be. We're gonna go through uh, everything. Like we're gonna go through what happened here in the second leg, and yeah. then go into what's gonna happen. Yeah, 9th yeah. of April. Yeah. It's the next round. And we will be back sometime after the quarterfinal draw that happens the 15th of March. Yes. Yeah. And that will be really so, yeah. interesting. Yeah. So I hope you enjoyed listening to yeah. us rambling along. Exactly. <laughs> so we're on both Spotify and YouTube, actually. So depending yeah. on your platform, you could choose any of them. So yeah. That's it for this time. I hope you enjoyed uh, this episode and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.